NRL.com pre-season preview podcast time. Chris Kennedy in the hot seat with Jamie Sauer today. We're looking at the New Zealand Warriors, one of the uh, the underachievers of 2019. Sowie, do you see any reason for the Warriors to surge up the ladder this year? No, unfortunately I don't. And um, you know, if you are listening to this over the ditch, you'll, you'll probably say that I... I've got a few gripes with the Warriors fans over the last couple of years, but uh, I think it's been you know, rightly justified. This is a squad that uh, you never quite know what you're going to get in terms of when they turn out a performance. Round one last year, you know, mm. they come out and you know, it was an outlier of their season because they were pretty disappointing at home after that. Um, one of the, the rare teams... Yeah, that had so much promise after that round one to really have a negative record at home. So uh, there's so many question marks over this side. For a team that has the best, one of the best back threes in the competition, mm. it's hard to see how they don't score more points and aren't dominating teams more with the starts that they're set. Looking at this team, probably the, the real big question is Cody Nikarima, the, the mid-season buy from last year, he came in as a senior player and a, a test player, so you, you probably want to put him in the starting side, but you've got Blake Green settled, uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita doing good things, you know, Nikarima not quite dominating in, in the halves. Can you put him back to the bench? Is it a Green and Harris-Tavita halves combo? What's the answer to that puzzle? Yeah, well, Blake Green's off contract this year, so... <sighs> You know, if you if you hypothetically speaking, if you see your future in Cody Nicarima, who you paid big money for, and this this talent Chanel Harris Tavita, if Blake Green's not up to scratch the first month, go with Nicarima and, and Harris Tavita. You've got two kickers there. You've got, you know, at least you got some ball runners. Um, I know Blake Green's been fantastic for their their culture and how his leadership and stuff like that. But every player, you know, father time catches up with every player, and Blake Green needs to start the season. Uh, on the front foot, doing the Blake Green things that he did at Manly before he went to the Warriors. You know, he was in everything, he was organising everything. Um, and like I said, with the back three that they've got, um, they need to be able to create points. And they didn't do it last year. And you have to think that Blake Green was the one of the main causes of that, along with their game plan. So um, I think Nick Aram is perfect off the bench. If they're going to go with Blake Green, he can be in that 14 role. He can come on Connor Watson. Uh, plus he gives you injury you know, cover as well. So... Um, I think they'll start the year with, with probably Green and Nikarima, who was good the other night uh, in the Maldi mm. game. But this Harris Tavita, he's a talent. He just needs time. Yeah, some halves develop quickly, like Nathan Cleary, some of the young halves. But you know, from personal experience, some guys just need a little bit of belief mm. and they need some time. And the Warriors aren't going to make the eight this year, so you might as well uh, give Chanel Harris Tavita a little bit of time. Mm, that's probably the one position more than anything else where players do take longer to develop and you come into your best footy probably in your late 20s rather than your your early 20s. Um, can you see him taking a bench spot? Does he have any utility value? Can you get him in the 17 if he's not starting? No, I don't think you can. And they've got, I mean, you look at, they're one of the rare squads that have got five halves mm. in their squad. You know, that, that's a lot. That mm. is a lot. Um, and and guys that have all probably pushed their claim in the first grade. And what that does is creates a lot of indecisiveness and a lot of looking over your shoulder when you maybe missed a tackle that led to a try. And you, a lot of self-doubt that creeps into that team uh, within those young guys. And you look at Adam Kieran last year, started the year probably by surprise, mm. 40-0. The next week they played the Tigers. They got resold out of Campbelltown. And after that he was dropped. Mm. And it was because he was reading the papers and all this. Kind of, every, every player reads the papers. 
uh, or, or has some sort of social media that they look at. So um, that indecisiveness, and then it was hard for him to get back in the team. And then mm. he got injured. So, um, yeah, they're going to have to to try and get that sorted out as soon as possible because when you look at Mamalo, Tuvasa-Shek and Fusatua, <laughs> you mm. cannot ask, as a halfback, you cannot ask for a better back three probably uh, to start your sets and get you on the front foot. Mm. Well, news out of the Warriors pretty much today is that um, Fusatua potentially moving into a, a centre role um, to, to take advantage of his ball playing. When you look at the rule change around the wingers and the, the threat he could be in the air, is that a, a you know potentially a big mistake as well? Yeah, look, it'd be interesting to see how he goes. I, I, I mean, I won't. I learnt my lesson with Jack White, and I thought he was better in the outside backs, and now he's the Clive Churchill medalist and. Mm. Uh, playing state of origin in in at five eight, so um, I think that yeah, that for me, I like tall wingers. I just think that's easy, mm. easy points, easy pressure that we can apply to the other team. Um, but we'll have to wait and see how he goes in at centres. They do have Patrick Herbert for me will be one centre. Yeah. Um, but you know they've got other guys there. Hiku's got to be in the he, team, doesn't he? Well, I think he's he's warranted his form if he gets fully fit. Mm. I think he's still got enough to offer. Peter Hiku. Uh, they do have options there. Pompey, Beal, uh, but. Yeah, this this team revolves around at seven and six and getting that combination right mm. because it doesn't matter how talented they are out in the outside backs, uh, they always have a leading try scorer up there every year in Mamalo or Fusatua, uh, yep. but. It'll revolve around the seven six. And what do they do with Hooker? Because Isaac Luke's gone. He's been there for a long time. He's gone to the Dragons. You've got you know Nat Roach has been there a while. He's out for probably most of the season. Poor bloke can't cop a break with injury. You know Jazz Tavanga can play lock or hooker. He's out for the first month or so uh, with injury. They've brought Wade Egan across from the Panthers. Does he? come straight into the starting nine role, and is that the answer? No, I've got Carl Lawton. I think that um, you know, Wade's gone over there as cover uh, for Nathaniel Roach, and then when that injury happens, you know, Lawton steps up, but he's shown that he can get the job done uh, in at nine. Uh, this is a, a pack that's it's an interesting dynamic, this pack, because Jazz Tavanga, who you thought was going to be your successor and long-term nine, developed and got bigger and turned mm. into a great 13. So yep. um, they've had to go with him at 13, which is a great call. Uh, but then you look at Ignatius Parsi. It's a bit of a mix-and-match forward pack, isn't mm. it? There's no real superstar there. There's no real um, you know, guy there that can get the job done week after week. There are a lot of plotters that can get you know going and competing games, but you know, their, their leadership through Adam Blair and Tohu Harris this year really needs to come to the forefront. Mm. And I think we saw that from Adam Blair. He, he realises that you know, the end's coming soon. Mm. His performance in the Māori game the other night, he really set the tone for his season. So maybe he winds back the clock and they get this team going forward, but it's a bit of a mix and mash pack, this one. How do you put together that back row? Like Torhu Harris, I think they missed last year. He was out for a long period of time. You've got Isaiah Papali, who uh, captained the squad. I think was it the nines he captained, yeah. so one of the youngest club captains. Um, you know, Vahapulu, guys like that still around. How do you put that puzzle together? Yeah, I think you have Papali'i and uh, Torhu Harris. And don't forget, Torhu Harris has played 5'8 for New Zealand. He's skillful. He's got the ball skills to be able to, to put on plays and take a bit of pressure on. So when he's out of the side, uh, they do miss him. But... You know, this front row, Ignatius Parsi, Afoa, Armour, it's a solid front row, but when you compare it against... And that's what we do. When we do previews, it's no disrespect to the team. You're comparing it to what else is out there. Mm. And you, you, know, you look at that front row and compare it to Tokiaho and Maria Hargreaves, you know, mm. it's going to be hard to get on the front foot against those guys. So um, I'd like to see Adam Blair possibly come off the bench this year. I think mm. uh, we mentioned that, that he can come on and be that experience and... 
you know, sometimes that's lacking. You get young guys come off the bench with a lot of energy, but you know, they maybe turn the ball over and they're just overexcited. Adam Blair can be a real leader from that bench. Come on and play 55, 60 minutes and get the job done. Adam Blair's days of being a, a big impact starting prop, you know, churning through lots of stats, potentially behind him. But if you throw him out on an edge, he's still got kind of those wiles and those skills. to. And we saw it a couple of times last year playing out wider, he could still have an impact. Yeah, I think the edge may be where he comes on. And and is able to do some damage. And again, you know, with excuse me, with Torhu Harris there on one edge, you could probably play Blair on another edge and just let him. Uh, the work rate's probably not as big, and he can still talk and be a leader on that edge. You see a few times quotes coming out of the the Warriors camp that have that little bit of you know victim mentality, conspiracy mentality. And I know a lot of people sort of have the Warriors as a second team and, and like seeing the Warriors do well. I just want to read a quote to you from uh, the boss Cameron George back in November. Everyone's against us, everyone. Let's prove people wrong. Everyone has to put their hand up. We have to be all in it, and if there's even one fraction that breaks off, you can piss off. Um, is that a, a galvanising sort of quote, or is that a you know, sign of you know, a bit of a schism in the, the camp? Or? Yeah, it's... I mean, it, when you have people uh, that come down and talk to the players, yeah, you've got to think a lot of the players... Um, maybe even just have trained or, or are going to training, you know, and the, and the boss comes down and talks. And it's got to be about timing. You know, that was – I think that was before Christmas. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah So, year. yeah, it's it's nice to be able to talk like that before Christmas, but the results are what you're judged on and mm. how you play. So, um, you know, they're, they're worried over there, I think, because – yeah, that they've been terrible the last couple of years. One finals appearance in five years, I think it is, and there's been three bottom four uh, finishes. So, mm. um, yeah, you want you you try and do anything to get back up there and try and be competitive. But um, yeah, again, Stephen Kearney's going to be under pressure to start the year. His contract extension for me was a little bit, um, I guess, premature mm. in terms of how they re-signed him. Much similar to Paul McGregor, uh, but. Yeah, they're going to be under the pump pretty much straight away. Prediction time. Yeah, I wrote in my notes, and I'll read my notes. Um, if you have the best back three in the competition, or arguably the best back three, then um, yeah, that's enough to get you set started. They just don't have enough after that. Um, I tipped the Eels to come last last year. They made the eight. So Warriors fans, hopefully lightning strikes twice for you guys, <laughs> but unfortunately I don't think it won't. This year you finished last. Dire prediction for the New Zealand Warriors on the NRL.com preseason podcast. Join us next time for another preview.